Shalom, and welcome to Parasha Highlights and Insights. This is Rabbi Abraham Fisher, and this week we start uh, a new Chumash, one of the five books of the Torah. This is the fourth book of the Torah called Bamidbar, In the Wilderness. Uh, sometimes it's referred to in English by its name Numbers, but uh, Chazal, uh, also referred to as Chumash HaPekudim, the chumash of uh, of numbers, of counting, because as we're going to see, uh, census was taken more than once in the course of this sefer, in the course of this chumash. So there are a number of instances in which a census is taken. The uh, parasha and the sefer uh, begins uh, with discussing a census to be taken in the wilderness. Uh, it takes place on Rosh Chodesh of the second month, that's the month that we call Iyar, in the second year since the Exodus. And the people are to be counted, uh, first of all, as individuals, men from the age of 20 years and older, which suggests that it's important to, for us to know this uh, in terms of the availability uh, of, of an army. Uh, but also, uh, they are to be counted by families, by tribes, uh, which means that uh, people have a multi-tiered uh, identity, uh, and this uh, census is going to be used uh, for a number of purposes, including knowing uh, who belongs to which tribe. Uh, and that will be important uh, as we continue in the parasha. Uh, each tribe, each shevet, has a tribal representative, which the Torah mentions explicitly by name, and they will be responsible for uh, supervising the count that is to take place within their tribe. The Torah then uh, lists uh, the tribes that are counted, uh, as well as their numbers. Uh, it's interesting to point out the order of the Shvatim here. Ruvain, Shimon, and then Gad, and then Yehuda, Yisachar, Zvulun, Ephraim, Menashe, Binyamin, Dan, Asher, Naphtali. So find later on, this really is a mirror of the uh, encampment, the way that the uh, camp is to be set up, which is one of the purposes of this census as well. We're also told of the total, the total number of men from the age of 20 and above, 603,550. The tribe of Levi is to be counted separately. Uh, they have special responsibilities. Uh, they transport uh, the Mishkan. And when they, uh, when they encamp, they encamp in the area immediately around the uh, Mishkan. And while we're talking about encampment, uh, we are also told uh, about the general principles of the, uh, of the encampment. Uh, we're told that uh, each uh, tribe is to have its own banner, its own flag, uh, which has uh, symbols, uh, symbolic of the, uh, the various tribes. Uh, these, uh, these symbols are reflected in the color uh, of the flag, which is also parallel to the uh, stones, the colors of the stones on the Choshen, the breastplate which the Kohen Gadol wears, right over his heart. 
And we're also told that uh, the tribes, I mentioned this earlier, the tribes are to be uh, to, to be arranged uh, in a specific way. On the east side of the camp is uh, Yehuda, which is not only a tribe, but it's also the name of this sub-camp uh, on the eastern side. So it's Yehuda plus uh, Yisachar and Zevulun. Then uh, the Torah talks about the south side, and that is dominated by Ruvain, and also with uh, Shimon and Gad. Then uh, we're told about the Mishkan. The Mishkan is placed in the uh, in the middle. We're also told along the way not only how they are to encamp, but also uh, in what order they are to uh, proceed when they move from one place to another in the Midbar. We then move on to the west side, which is dominated by Ephraim, together with Menashe and Binyamin. And then finally the north side, which is primarily Dan, uh, plus Asher and Naphtali. The Torah then says that Levi is not only counted separately, but they also encamp separately. Uh, the tribe of Levi is to encamp uh, in the area immediately around the uh, Mishkan. So the Mishkan is in the center, the tribe of Levi in a uh, an area right outside of the area of the Mishkan, and then the other Shvatim, the other tribes, uh, outside of where, the Le- where Levi is. While we're talking about the tribe of Levi, the Torah goes on to be more specific. As is known, there is a subsection of the tribe of Levi known as the Kohanim, which is the uh, which is the family of uh, of Aharon. And um, we're told a little bit about Aharon's family. He originally had four sons: Nadav, Avihu, Elazar, and Itamar. But as we remember from before. Elazar and It, uh, Nadav and uh, Elazar and Itamar are the only ones who survived because Nadav and Avihu have died. Um, the uh, Torah goes on to, con- to describe the rest of the tribe of Levi that they have a responsibility of guarding the Mishkan, which is why they encamped immediately around the Mishkan. Um, only the family of Aaron, which we call the Kohanim, only they serve in the Mishkan, but the other Levim help out the Kohanim. We're also reminded that the Leviim are in place of the firstborn. Uh, at the time of the plague of the firstborn in Egypt, when Hashem uh, struck the firstborn of Egypt and saved the firstborn of Israel, uh, from that point on, uh, the firstborn of Israel, both people and animals, uh, are uh, belong to Hashem. Uh, and originally, it seems, they were supposed to be, the firstborn was supposed to be the, uh, the tribe that, w- as it were, that would serve uh, in the Mishkan. However, because of the, uh, we know that because of the sin of the golden calf, that uh, honor was taken away from the firstborn and given to the tribe of Levi, who did not participate in the sin of the golden calf. Uh, We are told to count Levi and assign tasks to them. Uh, Levi is uh, counted, or there is a count of Levi, starting from the age of one month. And Levi has... Uh, three divisions uh, separate from Aaron and his family. Uh, they are the divisions of Gershon, Kehat, and Nerari. They're broken down into families. Gershon 
encamps on the west side uh, immediately next to the Mishkan, and their responsibility will be to carry, to transport the coverings of the Mishkan. Kahat goes on the south side, and they will carry the Aron, the, mino- the table, the menorah, the altar, and the utensils, the holiest parts of the Mishkan. Merari is on the north side, and they transport all of the boards and the pillars of the Mishkan. To the east side of the Mishkan, that's where the families of Moshe and, the fam- of, and of Aaron uh, encamp. And they uh, are there to guard the entrance to the Mishkan, because the Mishkan is entered from the east side. And we are told uh, that there is a, a total of 22,000 uh, in the tribe of Levi, uh, who are counted separately and not, and not included in the count of the other tribes. Then the Torah goes on to talk about the firstborn, because the Levim are there, in a sense, to take the place of the firstborn. And they are counted. Now, they were counted earlier as members of their uh, tribes, but a separate uh, count is made of the firstborn. These are firstborn from the age of one month old. We count people and animals, but the Torah gives us an, a, a number of... Uh, of the uh, people uh, who are the firstborn, and they turn out to be 22,273, which means that there are 273 more firstborn than there are Levi'im. So, uh, the firstborn are there to take the place, are taken, um, are replaced, rather, by the Levi'im. So, uh, the firstborn must redeem themselves. And so each one of those 273 give five shekels each, and those shekels are given to Aharon and his family. Uh, the Torah then talks about the Kahat division of, uh, of Levi. They have a special count. Uh, they're counted from the age of 20 to the age of 50. Uh, their uh, assignment, as I mentioned earlier, is to transport all of the holy vessels. The Torah describes how uh, this is to proceed. Uh, when the time comes to move the camp, uh, and that means move the Mishkan as well, so the first thing is that Aaron and his sons, the Kohanim, uh, cover the vessels. Uh, the Aaron is covered with the parochet, also with another another type of covering that is made from the leather of a tachash animal, uh, as and a third blue covering. The table and the utensils are covered with a blue covering, a crimson covering, and a tachash leather covering. The menorah and the utensils with blue and tachash leather coverings, and they are carried on a pole. The gold altar and the utensils with blue and tachash leather coverings. And then, uh, finally, the altar and the utensils are cleared of the ashes and covered with uh, purple as well as tachash-covered uh, leather. The kahat carry, the division of kahat carries the holy vessels, and we're reminded that uh, we are not to, no one else is to touch uh, those vessels. Elazar himself, um, the older surviving uh, son of Aharon, he uh, has a special uh, assignment to carry the anointing oil and the incense, and possibly some discussion about this, the daily grain offering. And uh, we are uh, we're told to remind uh, Kahat, the tribe of Kahat, or the division of Kahat, not to watch when Aaron and, uh, and the sons cover over the uh, 
the parts of the Mishkan, especially the Aaron, uh, and Aaron and his sons have to uh, be assured uh, that they will be doing their jobs uh, correctly. Uh, let's take a, a close look at the comment of the uh, of the Malbim uh, on the whole issue of the, uh, the standards and the, and the banners. Uh, the Torah says that uh, each one of the tribes has a flag, uh, and uh, three flags, three tribes on each side, uh, has a uh, also has a banner, uh, and. The Malbim talks about uh, what the significance of, uh, of this. He says that uh, first each tribe uh, or each each uh, sub camp uh, composed of three tribes has a, has its own special standard, and each standard has a symbol relating to their families. Uh, the camp of Yehuda has a picture of a lion. The camp of Ruvain has a picture of a man. The camp of Ephraim has an ox. And the tribe, uh, the camp of Dan has an eagle. Now these four animals are significant because they resemble the four types of angels that are called chayot in the divine chariot as described in the mysterious beginning of the book of Yechezkel, Yechezkel chapter 1, which is known as the Merkava, uh, which, uh, which very mysterious uh, vision uh, seems to give an idea of the, inter- the way that Hashem interacts with the physical world. Now, under each standard, there were three tribes, and each tribe had a special flag uh, corresponding to the stones of the Choshen. In other words, they also had the colors of the Choshen. Uh, as uh, as we learned. The Malbim goes on to say that these 12 tribes correspond to the 12 constellations uh, in, the, in the sky, as well as 12 camps of angels in the higher world, world that's higher than the world of uh, our physical heavens, and so on, higher and higher. And then the Malbim says that all of this corresponds to the special house of each tribe, not here on earth, but uh, in the highest, uh, upper, uppermost worlds. Uh, each tribe here, physically on earth, uh, is connected to kind of an ideal representation uh, of itself in the higher worlds. And uh, so there are 12 abodes of those 12 tribes in the highest worlds uh, as well. And the Torah then goes on to say that uh, the, uh, the tribes uh, are to encamp Facing the tent of meeting, uh, they're a distance of a meal away, it's 2,000 cubits, and they're around the tent of meeting. This further um, uh, reminds us, the tent of meeting, the Orel uh, Moed, is the place where Hashem communes with man, where Hashem uh, meets mankind, uh, meets especially the Jewish people, communes with uh, with Moshe, and that Orel Moed is at the very, very center so in that sense, another symbolism is that the tent of meeting, the Olmoed, represents the heart, and the tribes all around represent the human body, uh, the body which surrounds the spirit of life, which resides in the center, which uh, presumably means uh, the heart. So the Malbim is talking about multiple symbolism and multiple connections uh, of the way that the camp is uh, set up. 
and therefore the, the very encampment as well as the very movement of Am Yisrael in the Midbar uh, is more than just uh, practical or to give uh, to give honor. Uh, it's that as well, but it's also in order to connect with some uh, very very uh, lofty ideas uh, in uh, in our Torah. I thank you very much for joining me uh, for this exploration of the beginning of Sefer Bamidbar, Parashat Bamidbar. This has been Rabbi Avraham Fisher for Parashat Highlights and Insights saying Shalom.